Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. No! Oh my God! How could he do that? Are you on? Don't What? Charles Darwin. The nerves is where it's at. Welcome everybody back into Nerd Sesh. As always, I'm Carson Brever, and alongside me is Logan Camden. And today we are joined by a very special guest. We have Shaw from Bebita Tailgate with us, and we're going to be playing some trivia, NBA and NFL. But first things first, Shaw, how you doing today, man? What up? What up, Carson, Logan, audience? Glad to be an honorary nerd for the day. <laughs> You've earned it, man. You've earned it. We both love your trivia content, as we were just saying before we started recording. So we should have some fun today. I will briefly explain the format for anybody who hasn't seen the show. Logan and I are going to be split onto opposing teams. So we have both come up with questions for each other. And then Shaw is going to be full-time quarterback to speak in playground football terms. So he's going to be helping whichever one of us is answering the question the entire time. So we have a five-minute limit per question, theoretically. Sometimes we may stretch beyond that, but we try to keep to that so we don't linger too long on any one question. And then we'll basically offer hints as needed, depending on the difficulty of the question. So with that, Logan, why don't you get us started? What's the first question? All right, an honor of you being here with us, Shaw. Uh, I'll give you a shout-out, too, for his social content. You guys can check him out at Babita underscore tailgate on Twitter and at Babita.tailgate on IG and TikTok. Really simple, gentlemen. I need you guys to name NBA Finals MVPs until somebody messes up. Okay, Whoa. who starts? <laughs> I thought we were teammates. We're, 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 we are. We're competitors. He's put, I guess he's putting us at I've, odds in honor I've, of I've, your I've, format. I've called an audible. Hmm. All right. I can start. Willis Reed. Well, I, I just already know this is going to end poorly for me. <laughs> uh, let's go Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, John Havlicek. Kobe Bryant. JoJo White. <laughs> oh, JoJo White. Uh, let's go LeBron. Bill Walton. Okay, let's go Dirk Nowitzki. James Worthy. Kawhi Leonard. Joe Dumars. Magic Johnson. Jerry West. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Paul Pierce. Oof. Uh, let's go. Oh, man. Let's go Jokic. Tony Parker. Timmy D. 
Nice. That's who I was about to go with. Have we said magic yet? No magic. Okay. That's the first one. Okay, good. Is that yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing magic. Uh, let's go. Mm, I think I might have said magic, but let's go with. Uh, I'm not totally sure, so I'm not going to send it. Let's go, Hakeem. Okay, let's go, Chauncey. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, how about um, D Wade? D Wade is a good one. Let's go with Wes Unseld. Mm. See, I don't even know if I like. I assume Logan's checking these because I, mm -hmm. I have no oh, idea. Oh, these are these are these are automatic for me. Seventy-eight is Wes Unseld. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Let's go, uh, Elgin Baylor. No. Ah. Oh. No, he Man. didn't. He, he won one, didn't he? No, he didn't. He actually never got a ring. When they won in 72, he played nine games that season, and then he retired. His knees were, like, totally oh, done at that point. I can't, All right. I can't believe we get to Elgin before Michael Jordan, bro. Wow, no nobody mention. said MJ. <laughs> Classic. I was, I was going to go Dennis Johnson next. I hope that you didn't say Magic, Shaw, uh, but I trust that Logan was monitoring there. All right, well – Interesting to start at odds with my teammate, but I am counting that as a win for the fellas because mm -hmm. we got a lot of finals MVPs rattled off there. All right, guys. The Rams are now 0-3 after their loss just uh, last night, putting them on track to become the fifth team since 2000 to miss consecutive postseasons after a Super Bowl appearance. Can you guys name me the other four? Ooh. Okay, so hold on. Let me let me confirm the question. Other four teams to to miss consecutive postseasons after winning the Super Bowl. Not necessarily winning, just appearing. There are okay. two winners here, but four who at least made an appearance. Okay, since what year? Since two thousand. Since two thousand. All right. Um, the, the first team I think of is the twenty fifteen Broncos after Peyton left. Did the, both of those teams miss the playoffs? Uh, I don't know if that's true because did t it, it, when was Tim Tebow's time? Tebow was 2011. Okay, he was like, before, right he was before, before Peyton. Peyton. He was before Peyton. Okay. Um, yeah, because that would be Brock Osweiler. Or yeah, right? you would. We would have had Trevor Simeon the year after, I mm. think, because Brock got that bag with the Texans. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think about the first mind the first one that come to my mind was brad johnson the buccaneers in mm -hmm. 2000 i know that defense is pretty wicked i can't imagine they lost everyone but i i honestly am unsure what they did in the 01 season every single brady team made the super bowl or made the playoffs oh for sure <laughs> it's a safe bet mm -hmm. um i am wondering about the i think you're right the 02 bucks i think it's 2000 ravens might be a good answer too because dilford doesn't come back Mm-hmm. Maybe even mm, I was thinking of the Kerry Collins Giants, but that might have been ninety nine. I don't even know if that counts. I'm all, the I'm Giants that was the two thousand Super Bowl. Is and I will say, I've been holding off on giving you guys credit just because you were sort of leaving these up in the air, but you have two of the answers, and there's actually five. I misspoke, but the Broncos are correct and the O two Bucks are correct. There we go. What about the O seven Bears? Oh, Ooh. well, yes, that's correct. That's the 06 season. The Super Bowl was in February okay. 07, but yes, they missed the next two years. Great poll. Wow. Rex Grossman couldn't get together, I guess. <laughs> no, that was not uh, built to be a dynasty. Who no. would believe it, man? 
<laughs> Hall of Fame career right there. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. All right. So we got three. You do. And for what it's worth, the 2002 Giants, or sorry, the 2000 Giants are a great guess. They made it back in 02. They only lost in the wild card round and they missed it entirely in 01. So that is as close as you can mm. get to a correct answer. What so about, you guys are off to a strong start. What about the team that the Bucks beat? What about the O2 Raiders? Let's go, dude. That Let's is go, correct. Bro. So just one remaining, and it's actually a Super Bowl winner. Ooh, that makes it a lot easier. Because those the the losers are hard to conceptualize. Harder to remember, is yeah. Is it the uh is it the two thousand Broncos after Elway? No, they won ninety seven ninety-eight. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. For what it's worth, though, they did miss in 99, made it back in 2000. Huh. Let's see. It's definitely not none of the Steelers teams. Actually, hold up. I don't know. We went eight. We def both Super Bowl trips. I want to say after every Super Bowl trip, the Steelers went eight and eight. Are you a eight. Steelers fan? I'm a huge Steelers fan. Oh, let's yeah. fucking go. Me too. No way, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh. That's sick, dude. <laughs> You said we, and I was like, what? <laughs> Let's see if I have. He's just got a very collaborative mindset. He embraces all fan bases. There we go. There we go oh, baby. that's gnarly. Yeah. That is so cool. Hashtag here we go. I mean, we definitely, we went 8-8 eight and eight after, I feel like, almost every Super Bowl trip. but Two seasons? No. Two's no tough. Way yeah. We missed two playoffs in a row after a Super Bowl. I mean, we definitely didn't. In 05, our defense was way too good to miss those. Well, 06, Ben has Oh, could have been the... Oh, they see. I was going to say the Seahawks, but you said they won. Yeah. So, I will just give you guys on the Steelers. They did miss the playoffs the year after both of their Super Bowl wins, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they uh, then would make it the following year. So, closer than you might think for how consistently good they were. It's... do you think it's the Eagles, the like Nick Foles Eagles? I can't remember. I mean, I remember I mean, Peterson didn't last long afterwards. Hmm. Um. I remember them being good every, every every year since then. Eli's any either Eli's Giants teams, man. Like I can see them regressing to eight and eight pretty easily. It definitely could be an Eli Giants team. I mean, if they didn't win the Super Bowl, they were pretty mediocre. <laughs> Facts. It's true. Story of his life. The Super Bowl guys- bust, man. Would you guys like to put that in as a guess? Yes, actually. It's correct. The 2011 <laughs> Giants, they missed in 2012 and 2013. The Eagles were a good thought because they did take a step back, but uh, they made the playoffs actually both of the next two years. They just won nine games both those years, though. So great start, gentlemen. Very clean performance. Awesome. Good question, too, Carson. From guys that climbed the mountain and won a title, I need you guys to tell me the top five NBA players with the most games played who never won an NBA championship. That's a really fun question. One's pretty obvious. Or at least one of the five has to be Carmelo. Yeah. Ooh, Melo's actually not here. Wow. Is Chris Paul here? Chris Paul's not here either. They're in the top 25. So, so Melo played 19 seasons. If I'm correct. Melo's yeah. just outside. Melo's literally the first guy out of the top 10. So it's a really good guess. So that's crazy. So we are on a level that I didn't expect. I was going to throw out Dale Ellis because he played 16 or 17 years. But Dale Ellis, top 25, right behind Chris Paul, actually. We're looking for 20 seasons without an NBA championship. There's not that many players who have played 20 seasons. No, there's not. 
and when we're talking like 20 plus seasons, we've got to go back old school. Um, I, I imagine how Greer had to have won a championship he with did. the Will Chamberlain year. 67. Uh-huh. Did Sam Perkins get a ring on any of those Lakers teams or did he join after? That's a crazy good guess, man. He's literally number 10. If we were wow. going to top 10, that would be a correct answer. That's a really good poll. Wow. Wow. The, honestly, the four of the oh, top Oh, I've got one. Were... I've got one. Dikembe. Wow, Dikembe's not here either. This is crazy. Dikembe, top 25. I mean, you're, you guys are cooking. The top four of the top five are pretty. What about Elgin Baylor? No brainers. Elgin Baylor's a good guess, too. <laughs> I mean, you just have to have crazy longevity, dude. You have to have played for two decades. Minimum 1,380 games played. That's remarkable. Okay. So and I'll that's say- not enough for Chuck to be here. Or that's too many for Chuck to be here. Too many for Chuck. And four of the five got to an NBA Finals. Oh, we haven't said Reggie. That's an obvious one. Hmm. Reggie is here. Reggie is the fourth most games played without a ring. Is hmm. Terry Porter here? Ooh. I love the Terry Porter shout out. Dude, Terry Porter, number 13 on this list. Painting around the corners. Okay. How many, how many of these guys are we talking before the merger? None, actually. Okay. All of them, surprisingly, all of these guys but one played in basically the same era of basketball. So I'm thinking I'm thinking Jordan opponents. That's just where my mind goes mm. with that. Guys like Ewing? Oh, Ewing is call. such a good guess, dude. He's also top twenty five. That's crazy that he's not there. Is Derek Harper here, Logan? Man, dude. Derek Harper's I believe all yes, he's right behind Dale Ellis. You know, there's no shame in some good guesses. No, no, these are these are this is this is pretty pretty immaculate. Hmm. How many how many all stars are on this list? Like oh, I mean, total years. Are... How many total all star years? <laughs> these guys are studs, man. Okay. Oh wow. So maybe we're overthinking this. Total here. Let me actually like Sean Kemp wouldn't have played long enough. Oh, Buck Williams. Oh mm. gosh, dude, you're a beast, man. Buck Williams is seven though. I'm not a beast if I can't actually get the top five. <laughs> so 33 all-star appearances across the four guys remaining. Wow, so there's a lot of they're stuff. They're monsters. Okay. And I'll give you a hint. All of them lost in the finals, yeah, to the same guy. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> let's okay. think about oh, Jordan years. Carl Malone. Oh, and Stockton, dude. <laughs> Carl Malone yeah. and Stockton both here, two and three. There we go. Let's go. Man, I just erased those guys from my memory. It always takes longer than it should. And one of these guys never actually got to a finals. The other did in the 90s. Okay. We're missing one in five right now. Uh, correct. Ooh, we're missing one. I mean, if you've played more games than Carl Malone and John Stockton, period, you're in some some rarefied air. And is everybody of the Jordan era? Or uh, all but number one, or just number five is also the Jordan era. Yeah. Okay. So and, and number five lost to Jordan in a finals. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Sean Kemp wouldn't have played long enough. Oh, is it Detlef Schrempf? Not no, Detlef Schrempf. That's a good he, guess. He played like sixteen years, but yeah, I guess that's right. We're talking about a pretty crazy. Who are the, who are the six time. teams? Um, we got so 
we go Showtime Lakers, then we go Clyde's Blazers, then we go the Suns, where I don't think it's anybody on that team. Thunder Dan wouldn't have played quite long enough. Then we go to uh, the Sonics, and then we go Jazz Jazz. So, I mean, I'll give you is, a hint it, too. is it Percy was... Hawkins? It's not you know. a bad guess. Uh, this guy was a role player on the championship uh, team. Oh, um, it's Uncle Cliff. It's Cliff Robinson. It is Uncle Cliff. So all you guys are missing number one. Wow, that's insane. Insane pull. Okay, Thank number you. one. Position. Wing. Wing. Okay, and this is not a Jordan era guy. So I think modern because longevity is at its peak nowadays. So, wow, this is so stupid. It's not Rudy Gay, is it? <laughs> Shout out Rudy Gay. I mean, um, he's 17 oh, dude, years. Deadlift Shrimp, also a disgustingly good guess, bro. He's top 30. Um, you know, good to be in the right ballpark at the Ru- Rudy least. Gay, also right behind Deadlift Shrimp. Okay. Oof. This guy, 1,541 games played. Wow, 1,500 games. This is going to be so obvious. Once we I know. Realize. Oh, my God, bro. It's Vince Carter. It's Vince Carter. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if I've overcomplicated a question more than that. I mean, I'm out here slinging Derek Harper. We're talking about <laughs> if Detlef Schrempf has enough games, and all of those dudes were bona fide stars. That's a great question. And I've got another question for you guys about a certain subset of players who didn't achieve a certain feat, but these guys actually did at least win the big game. Can you name me the eight Super Bowl MVPs who never made a Pro Bowl? Ooh, this is a fire question. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we got well, this. We got this. you got a teammate for that very reason. Yeah. Mm. So let's think. Malcolm Smith is going to be here, right? Did he Correct. make a Pro Bowl? Nope, never a Pro Bowler. What, what about uh, Santonio Holmes? That's correct. Santonio, never a Pro wow. Bowler. Kind of surprising. Mm. Yeah, honestly, I mean, he had a couple 1K seasons with us, and then when he went to the Jets, he was honestly done. All right, well, thanks for being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I thought, I thought Antonio was going to be better after he no. left us, man. No, for sure. Joe yeah, he Fla- actually is. Is Joe Flacco here? No, Elite made Joe... a Pro Bowl. Yeah, Flacco made a Pro. Oh, I think fuck. two or three. That's generous. <laughs> there's one. There's another. Harvey. I can't remember his last name. Harvey Martin. Harvey Martin? That's a good thought. Harvey Martin was a Pro Bowler. And mm. by the way, guys, I'm sorry. I literally presumed that Joe Flacco had been a Pro Bowler. He was actually never a Pro Bowler. So this list is now nine names long. Wow. Wow. I wow. cannot believe that. Eli got in four times and Flacco never did. Didn't Huntley make it last year? Yeah, Huntley made oh it last gosh. year. But now there's about 18 Pro Bowl quarterbacks. It's yeah, gotten that, ridiculous. That defeated the integrity of the whole Pro Bowl. For real. And Tyrod was a Pro Bowler a year back in the day. And as Mitch, a Bills Mitch fan, Trubisky I can tell you Tyrod sucked. Man. Trubisky no way. has gotten ridiculous. Oh, wow. What All about, right. what about um, Larry Brown? Larry Brown, mm. correct. Never mm. a Pro Bowler. Wow. I would have thought he was. I, he may have been a special teamers Pro Bowler. What about Desmond Howard? Desmond Howard was a special teams okay. pro bowler one how, time. How about Dion Branch? Dion Branch is Good correct. Cool. Ooh, on that same line of thinking, what about Dexter Jackson? That is also correct. Hmm. You guys are cooking. Only three to go. Hmm. 
One of these is really surprising. It is honestly more surprising than Flacco that this guy was never a pro bowler. Well, I would say so. Hmm. Like, hmm. I figure it's got to be an old QB then. Uh, no. There is an old QB. There is actually two throwback QBs left on this list, uh, but that's not who I was describing. Jim Plunkett. Jim hmm. Plunkett, never a pro bowler. Good call. Hmm. I'm sorry, did you say there's another throwback QB too? There is. One what about more. like Earl Morale? Ooh. Ooh, I love that thought. Earl Morale, I don't think was ever Super Bowl MVP. Hmm. Yeah, he might have just lost it. I think A sixty eight he lost. I would have I think I mean I think Starr was an MVP. I think Lenny Dawson would have been a Pro Bowl. Um, Definitely. Johnny Yu, Joe Namath, all those guys I feel like are locked. Yeah, it's not quite that far back. Okay. Hmm. Oh, Doug Williams, did he win MVP? Doug nice. Williams is correct. Nicely done. So now you just have one guy who, again, surprising that he is on this list. Hmm. Kerry Collins? Not Kerry Collins. Never Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he hooked four in that game, man. Four picks. <laughs> who, who won the Super Bowl MVP that year? Uh, Ray Lewis. Oh, duh. Ray Lewis. Man. Hmm. Uh, surprising that he's here very good particularly in the postseason this guy and he's not at the typical pro uh, super bowl mvp position that meaning he's not a quarterback hmm. i was thinking all quarterbacks and so was i <laughs> yeah you're gonna want to pivot off that oh is this on, a... is it uh timmy smith no timmy smith actually not super bowl mvp i i'm like scared that it's gonna be heinz ward it's not Hines. <laughs> Hines. Hines was a four-time Pro Bowler. Okay. But that, honestly, in terms of all-time stature, it's not that far off. Mm. Like, this guy may wear a gold jacket someday. Oh, is this? it's Julian Edelman, huh? It's Julian Edelman, mm. man. Never a Pro Bowler. That's that a great pull. I was Nicely just ha- done, guys. I was just having a conversation with my business partner last week. Hines Ward, Edelman, Ocho Cinco. First one in the fame. Ooh. Hines for sure, right? I think it's probably Hines. But that being said, Chad's got oh. him beat in terms of like peak regular season production with inferior quarterback play. So it might be Chad. If you're rewarding team success, then Hines has the edge. But how much does any one receiver have to do with team I mean, success? But, you know? I mean, but longevity, I think, matters there. But I did think Chad, yeah. was, my, Chad was one of my uh, – one of my favorite players growing up. I thought he was like a guaranteed Hall of Famer. NFL yeah. does not like him. They did not like his. No, antics. that's true. That's true. But he's definitely got the highest peak out of that list. So they don't like that's T.O. A good they, they don't like T.O. either, man. Any of the any of the receivers like that. That's true. No. Which All is right. literally the signature thing of the position is dudes who can talk. So just this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Embrace it, yeah. You just brought up some of the guys who performed the biggest on the Super Bowl stage. Uh, I need you guys to name every player since 2000 to average 30 points per game or more in an NBA Finals. Ooh, in a Finals. Well, we can start with Shaq right at the top of the century. He does it three times in a row. Three times. Then uh, Duncan didn't do it in 03. He averaged like 28. Nobody did it in 04. So I think we can go to D Wade. D Wade is correct. Oh, I skipped over Allen Iverson, who averaged thirty-five point six in 01. You did. Holy shit, it's a lot of points. <laughs> he went crazy, man. I mean, forty-eight in game one—that's an all-timer. Okay, Let, let's let's knock off LeBron off the list. Yeah, let's presumably. do it. LeBron also the only other one to do it three times. Yeah, that's crazy, and. How many of them were losses? 2018, he obviously did it. 2017, he did it, right? Mm-hmm. Those are both losses. Throw Steph Curry on that list. Boom, two times. Yep. Giannis. Correct. And Jokic now did it this past year. Boom, you guys just got two to go. Two, two to go. Oh, Kobe. Boom. Oh, nine. He was 32 a game. And... Uh, 
Who Final, are we missing? Finals MVP, Kevin Durant. Kaboom, two times nice. as well. Nicely done, y'all. That's a great one. KD was 35 a game and 17. He went absolutely berserk. Let's go. We're cooking, Shaw. I mean, you're cooking full-time over there, man. <laughs> you're doing work on both NBA and NFL. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. It's time. <laughs> Dude was ready to be a nerd for the day. Okay. This is a really cool question. Can you guys name me, if I do say so myself, every <laughs> player to throw a touchdown to at least 60 different receivers in their career, and there are six guys on this list? I'll start out, gotta be the most obvious one. Well, I have two, actually. Fitzmagic. Okay. Yes, number four. Fitzmagic, and my second one is Vinny Testaverde. You're number three. Very nicely done. Vinny, one of just three members of the 70 club on this list. Wow. And oh it's crazy. gosh, dude. Yeah. I'll read out the touchdown to player ratios once we have the full list because there's a disparity between those two and some of the other guys here. Hmm. Man, this is tough because you not only had to be good, you had to be like not good enough to where like you bounced around in situations. I'll say, oh, what about... What about Brett Favre? Yeah, Favre is number six. Wow. Nicely done. He threw 508 touchdowns to 61 players. I mean, I'm, long... think, I'm thinking Randall Cunningham. Ooh, Cunningham is not on this list. Let's see. Longevity is a good way to think about it, too, though, because guys that just stuck around, like, I don't know, you think Breeze or Payton could have snuck on here? I can't imagine there's any list in the NFL without Brady on it. Yeah. So that is correct. Brady is number one, and it's not even close. 96 players. And Breeze is number two. So you guys just have one to go. Peyton is not correct, but I think mm. he's not a bad guess. So Cunningham threw to 39 different receivers. That's solid. I don't know. Peyton threw to uh, 49. So also pretty good. What, what number of... on the list are we looking for right now? Number five. This guy threw to 62 different players. Hmm. And he is the toughest name on this list, bar none. Oh, mm. So it's not going to be. I was thinking like a Carson Palmer, a Kurt Warner, not on that level. No, you have uh, eliminated the all-time tier. It's very interesting. There's like the three dudes on this list who outlasted all of the skill position players, and that's why they're so high up with Brady, Breeze, and Favre. And then there's the dudes who were like just good enough to stick around and play for 10 different teams. All and right. That is where the last guy is. Let's, let's get weird. Is it Jeff George? Not Jeff George, but I love it. <laughs> Keep him coming like that. It's a, it's a shame. It's definitely not Josh Johnson, despite his travel. <laughs> no, it's not. He has the teams. He does not have the touchdowns, though. Mm-hmm. You got to play to make the list, I guess. Yeah. Jeff George, 33 receivers. Hmm. Uh, shut up, my man, Steve DeBerg. Oh, would you like to shout him out? No way. It's Steve DeBerg, bro. Steve DeBerg, wow. only 196 touchdowns, but to 62 different players. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, Fitz is 223 touchdowns, Vinny's 275, and then the other dudes are all above 500. It's just a crazy disparity who is DeBerg's number one guy oh, that's a good question actually let me pull that up real quick Logan do you have any guesses on that I'd say it has to be in the Chiefs in the 90s when he had like his little breakout you know 25 plus TD season uh I don't know who would okay. have been there that's that's good thinking 
It's Stephon Page who caught a whopping mm. 14 touchdowns. I'm not going to lie. I've barely heard of, of any of these dudes. Freddie Solomon in oh, the yeah, silver medals. But, yeah, you know Freddie Solomon. Freddie Fast Feet, they called him. And then uh, Gerald Carter is number three. So how about that? He was with the Bucks. Oh, yeah. I think he's related to Jay-Z. Um, no, that's Jimmy Carter's son. Gerald oh, my Carter. fault. My fault. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carson, that's absolutely – that's kind of unreal considering how bad Steve DeBerg sucked for most of his career. Yeah. That's isn't, fun- his, isn't his thing he was, he was replaced by – the two goats or something? Yes, He's exactly. Replaced by, uh, I'm so glad you know that dude. Replaced by Elway, replaced by Montana, replaced by Steve Young. Like, wow. If you wanted to be like a Hall of Fame QB, you backed up Steve. And Marino, too. Marino. It's crazy, man. No way. He was he was that. I guess he had longevity if he hit he 60 did. different receivers. <laughs> he played 20 years. Yeah. Crazy. Great question. All right, guys. We're going to play a game, a uh, Nerd Sesh Classic. Haven't broke it out in a while. Odd man out. I'm going to ask you guys three questions. You're going to tell me the odd man out for each one. First one, I won the NBA MVP award with lower than 45% shooting from the field. Bob Cousy, Kobe Bryant, Derrick Rose, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. One of these guys did not win MVP with lower than 45% from the field. Who is it? Okay. So, Kuzi would literally have been like 37. He's an easy write-off. Russ was, I think, exactly 42.5. Harden was in the 44s, I'm pretty sure. His efficiency is way better because of the volume of threes and free throws, but pure field goal percentage. And then Kobe, and who's our last option? D-Rose. Oh, wow. They're the two toughest. They are the two closest. I've got to lean towards D Rose just based on the shot selection. Yeah, I actually think I think Kobe did and not D Rose. I don't know because that's the thing you think about D Rose is like the rim pressure, but he took a good amount of pull up jumpers and he didn't make a great percentage of them. He really wasn't very efficient. But I could go either way on this. This is these are the two. I'm very confident it's one of these two. I'm willing to trust in you and go Kobe All right. Bryant. All right. I think Kobe's the odd man out. Big trust. He is the odd man out. Kobe was 47%. I believe you yeah. was at 44. Okay. Well done, guys. Next up, I was the leading scorer on a finals champion. Tony Parker, Rip Hamilton, Wes Unseld, Gus Williams, or Isaiah Thomas? Well, this is easy. It's Wes Unseld. Easy. Under 10 points a game. Okay. Final one, I was a 10-time All-NBA first-team selection. Jerry West, Tim Duncan, Bob Pettit, Larry Bird, or Michael Jordan? That's a great one. I, ooh, that's a really good one. My first thought, I don't want to buzz this in. I think it might be Duncan, as crazy as that is for the longevity. I'm not sure if he got 10. But then again, Larry, there's no way Larry could have 10. He basically played 12 seasons. Maybe they gave it to him the first year after his back injury, but there's no way in his last two. Can you give the five names again, Logan? Yeah, I got you. Bird, Pettit, Jordan, Duncan, and Jerry West. Pettit is safe. 
MJ is safe. West. Mm. Who who is West? Who is Jerry West competition at the position? So Oscar was automatic first team for the decade. Outside of that, I can't think of a lot of dudes taking a spot from Jerry. The thing is, he only played 14 seasons, and mm. his last season, he was hurt. He missed over half the year. Mm. So 10 out of 13, that's just a really hard rate to hit. And, you know, in the early years, he does have Koozie to compete with. This is a tricky one. Man, you know what, dude? I honestly think it's Duncan. I think between KG and Dirk, I think he would have gotten enough taken off of him. I'm going to guess he's at like nine. But I don't know. What do you think? I thought we were looking for who has has 10 out of the group. We're looking for who doesn't have 10. Mm-hmm. For who has. Yeah. One of these guys has nine selections. Got it. Understood. Okay. Yeah, it sucks because... Uh, I know that Duncan is eight-time first-team all-defense and seven-time second-team all-defense. That doesn't do anything for us, but I know that off the top of my head. I wish I had the all-NBA off the top of my head. I, Carson, think, I, I, would, th- I would keep that in the back of your head, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Word. I, I don't even know if that, that does anything for I think that leans us towards he's under 10. I mean, he is the most underrated player in NBA history. So. Yeah. Should we rip it? Let's rip it. All right, let's rip it. Duncan actually has 10, guys. Uh, wow. Carson, it was Larry Bird. He only gets nine. Uh, I totally overthought that. A little abbreviated, too. Uh, Duncan, I believe, has 10. West, 11. Pettit, 11. Jordan, 10, exactly. But, yeah, mm. Bird, just a little bit of a shorter you know, prime than, uh, than you realize. No. I literally thought he is the one who doesn't look like he belongs here. So I was like, they must have given it to him the first year off injury, off reputation. His production was still good that first season but all right we we went two out of three on those nothing wrong with that okay gentlemen we're gonna lean right into your shared Steelers fandom here because you guys may have just discovered it but I already knew that you're both Steelers fans (laughs) I do my homework can you guys name me 15 starters for the 05 Super Bowl winning Pittsburgh Steelers oh I think we can I'm pretty confident we can I say I say let's name like every starter you know what I mean (laughs) if you want the extra credit go for it uh, we'll go one ben. by one. We'll go one by one. You can start us off, Logan. All right, let's let's go offense. Big Ben. Yes. Let's go Heinz Ward. Correct. Fast Willie Parker. Yep. Mm. Jerome Bettis. Well, not considered a starter. Mm. How many h- how many skill 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 players are considered starters? So that's a good question. You've got a fullback left, a receiver left, and a tight end left. Heath. Yep. Uh, we're going to have Dan Kreider. Dan Kreider at fullback. <laughs> and we have one receiver left? Yeah. Let's go uh, Antoine Randall. That is correct. Uh, on the line, we're going to have Alan Fanica. Yep. Do I have to stay on offense or can I hop no, around? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Hop around as much as you want. <laughs> Let's go uh, Chris Hoke. Ooh, Chris Ooh. Hoke not listed as a starter. How about Chris Are Hope? You... Uh, No, not listed as a starter. How about Kimo Von Ohoffen? Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Uh, on, on the other side, uh, do we get Aaron Smith? Aaron Smith, correct. Hmm. Um, I might be mixing my years here. James Farrier? James Farrier, correct. Uh, is it uh, Justin Hartwig? Is that our center? No, it's not, but similar name. Oh, it's, uh, it's Jeff Hardings. Jeff Hardings. 
Let's go with uh, the man with no hands, best cornerback in the league, Ike Taylor. Oh Ike God. Taylor. I don't know about you, Shaw. I don't think any Steelers player has frustrated me the way Ike Taylor frustrated me week to week on Sundays, man. Ike was good to get burned a little bit. I want to know who I feel, is... I feel that Shaw does not relate to that. No, he, 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 was, <laughs> he was pretty good. I mean, he couldn't catch. I, I liked Ike, man, but Ike got burned a lot. Um, who was we got Troy? We haven't said Troy yet. Who would have been at free safety? I think it was before Ryan Clark. I don't think Ryan Clark was in the 05 was team. It, actually, I think I might know who it is. Here, you get it. I, I got a guess though. Uh, is it Willie Gay? Uh, not Willie Gay. Is it Mike Logan? Wait, also, I'm sorry, Chris Hope was correct. Oh, damn. So shout out to you, Shaw. I, I, I messed that up. Uh, no. Not Mike Logan. So I think you guys, you just need one more to be at 15. But if you want to go for every starter, be my guest. I think the old line would be hard to get all five. But you know what? Do we got Max Starks? Yeah, you got Max Starks at right tackle. Oh, Casey Hampton, of course. Big snack. Casey Casey Hampton, yep. Do we got uh, Marvel Smith? Marvel Smith, left tackle. All right, Logan took that personally when I said the O-line would be hard. (laughs) Do, Do we got Trey Essex? No. Uh, Kiyomotu. No. Uh, Kiyomotu. Uh, let's go. Mm, Lamar Woodley would have been the second Super Bowl. Yeah. We would have had Timmons, right? It's not Timmons. Oh, no, no. He's two good linebackers, two. though. Is it, uh, two is good it linebackers. Larry Foote? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Clark Hagens. Clark Hagens is here. Wow. And that's not the second good linebacker I was talking about. There's a dude better than that. Um, James Harrison. Wasn't oh, there P- yet. P- we had Peasy, man. Yep, that's exactly right. Wow, Joey Porter, the original. All right, um, two to go, guys. A corner and the right guard. Deshay Townsend. Oh my God, Definitely. this is a masterclass, gentlemen. You guys are cooking. <sighs> the right guard. The right guard. Let me see if I can pull up Ramon some Foster. Content. It's not Foster. This guy was with the Steelers 02 through 07, and he was a consistent starter in that time. Oh, um. 02-07. Foster held it down at right guard for a long time, pretty much right after this guy left. I'm just happy I got the right position there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Well played. Hmm. Right guard and left guard, Ramon Foster played. Versatile. Wow. Oh, man. I don't. I don't. I don't want to uh, stop one short. What are this guy's initials, man? K S. Oh, is this Kendall Simmons? Yeah, dude. Bam! Wow. What a performance! Wow. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's insane. Here we go, Steelers. Bring out the terrible towels, gentlemen. Nicely done. I don't think I have a single friend who could have done that. Well done, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, teamwork makes a dream work, man. I'm pumped that you're a Steelers fan. We are back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code NERDS. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code NERDS. The crown is yours. 
What are Steelers? Uh, what are Steelers teams known for? Dude, the segues here are just unbelievable, Logan. A De- defense, defense, the steel curtain, baby. I, I need yeah. you guys to name me the seven players that have eight or more first-team all-defense selections. Okay. This, I think I think we can do cleanly. So, Duncan has eight. Yes. We have... oh, we're, we're talking NBA here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was ready to yeah. pop Ray Lewis easily. <laughs> <laughs> can I get Brian Urlacher? Uh, okay. I think, well, MJ has nine. Mm-hmm, I think Gary correct. Payton has nine. Keep rolling. Kobe has 12. Who else do we need to get? Bobby Jones and Scotty, they both have oh 10, my gosh. right? Or 11, maybe. Bobby Jones, even. Uh, so, Jones and Pippen have eight uh, first team oh. with Duncan. So, no, you oh. were doing – you were saying total. Total all defense. Mm-hmm. Total all defense for those two is where I – You just have myself. one to go, arguably the best defender on this list. That's interesting – because Akeem doesn't have that many first-team selections. I think he only has, like, six. It was just insane being a mm-hmm. center wow. back in those days. Akeem actually only has f- – that doesn't feel like a real stat. Rudy Gobert has more first-team all-defense selections than Dude, Akeem. Era, man. I mean, when you're going up against Dikembe and Robinson and Ewing every year for a decade, you know, you got to share the wealth <laughs> a little bit. Okay, so we have one all-time great defender left – Made his last. Oh, first... it's it's is it Kareem? Ooh, not Kareem. Kareem is Kareem's high up here. He's got five. Five. Okay. This guy made his last first team all defense with Kobe in 2011. Ooh, Ron Artest. Oh, that's such a good guess. Yeah, that's who you would think. Who was still there clamping? It's no starters. No. Oh, no you, you love this guy, man. I love this guy? I know you love this guy. I love Tony Allen. <laughs> I love Tony Allen, too. I mean, he's got, like, six all-defense teams, but... Uh... Wow, he's on the 11 team? Or I, I meant I meant yeah he's on the uh, all defense team not with Kobe. Oh, but, uh, sorry I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, Laker I didn't mean too. to mess you guys up like that. Sorry. No, he made his last all defense team in 2011, the same year that Kobe made his last one. Got okay, it. I see. So, uh, yeah, it's some great defender well, of the then 2000s. I really love Tony Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? First team all defense, man. That's the brand. I mean, how are we missing this? We've already said KG. Or no, you guys already said KG? That's my fault. That's my fault completely. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure I did. I thought he was one of the dudes I rattled off, but I've been thinking him the entire time. You could have, so. I mean, you could have penciled <laughs> him so. in too. I'm, bam, that's all okay. of them. There we go. Okay, yeah, because he's also, he's nine. Or no, how, yeah, he's nine. Nine, times, exactly, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great question, Logan. All right, can you guys name me the one quarterback in Jets history who has had 3,000 yards in at least three seasons. And I want you guys to try to rip this correctly. So discuss your guess and then come to me with something final because I feel like if you have multiple shots at it, you can probably just get it. Fair enough. How many times? At least three 3,000-yard seasons. While a jet. While a jet. Hmm. I'm conflicted between two guys, and it's Namath and it's Ken O'Brien. I'm not conflicted about Namath. I 
don't think. I, I mean, I wouldn't guess Namath. Namath would not be my, my – I don't feel like it's him. I think his best years, aside from maybe one, was around mm-hmm. 2,700. I think you're right. I don't know. I don't know much about Ken O'Brien. I would say in the modern era, Sanchez has been their best quarterback, but I don't. Mm-hmm. They definitely didn't have three years worth three thousand. They get to two AFC title games where he's the majority starter, but I don't even know if he was. I, I really don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he was slinging the rock like that. Hmm. Ch- oh, damn! Chad Pennington's an interesting answer too. Mm-hmm. Him and Lavernius Cole could have could have hooked up a few a couple years. <laughs> no, for sure. I actually think that's because Fitzpatrick has their most prolific, but he's only there like one year. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I honestly think I'm leaning Pennington right now over Ken O'Brien. I don't know. I, I'm I'm conflicted because I because Ken O'Brien was a good QB. He was just underrated because. You overlook because he got drafted in the same draft as Marino, you know? Mm-hmm. What about Testaverde? How many years was he in New York? Oh, my gosh. I hadn't even thought about Vinny. We, oh, we got a couple guys. He might be the best quarterback the Jets have ever had. You're right. It's a, a highly esteemed list. <laughs> Considering all the names you guys have thrown out, one of them is going to be the most accomplished in terms of 3,000-yard seasons. I mean, I, I actually think – I think I'm leaning Vinny either just for if not we get to we get to answer Vinny uh, give him another shout out, but I, I do think I mean he's the best QB they've had. There's definitely no question about that. The question is, I mean, how many years is he there? Five, five maybe. That's about right, I, I think, because he goes he goes Tampa Bay, he goes Cleveland, he goes Baltimore, and yeah, he spends about five years there. Yeah, I mean, my three are definitely Testaverde, O'Brien, and Pennington. I, I don't know. I'm thinking I, I'm leaning Vinny right now. I have pretty much no no way to really <laughs> conceptualize who it would be between the three. So I'm down to, to, to toss Vinny in there in the flames. Okay. So you guys did a lot of great thinking here. And everybody who you named did this twice. But Vinny is one of those guys who only did it twice. And you exactly identified the problem, Shaw. He just wasn't there long enough. He spent six seasons in New York in that first stint, but only three as the full-time starter. Mm. So he easily cleared it in two of those three years. The answer is Ken O'Brien. And actually, technically, Joe Namath did it a third time in the AFL, which I wasn't counting. Twice in the NFL, one in the AFL. But O'Brien is the clean leader either way because he did it four times. But... Mm. You guys mentioned Sanchez did it twice. Pennington did it twice. Richard Todd also did it twice. <laughs> wow. And then Fitzmagic, Favre, and Boomer Esiason all did it once. Just a, a rich history of quarterbacks for the Jets. Alabama legend Richard Todd. He's next up after Namath, man. That's that's a ridiculous list. Um, From the random Jets quarterbacks, I'm going to describe a random NBA player to you guys, and you're going to tell me who it is. This guy averaged 25 points per game one time, 20 points per game four times. He was top 11 in points per game four times as well. He had no major awards in his career, not even an all-star or all-NBA appearance, but he was a one-time most improved player. He won. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Did they give it away? Is that wraps? I think I know who it is. Is it Danny Granger? It's not Danny Granger. 
Okay. He won one playoff series in his entire career and was top five in steals per game twice. He retired in 2017 after a 12-year career with four different franchises. Okay. I do and... think I know who it is. But I I should have known the no all-stars. Is it Monte Ellis? It's Monte Ellis. I thought Monte first, but then I kind of forgot the no all-star hint because Danny Granger definitely made an all-star team. But Monte was a bucket, man. And let me tell you, growing up in the Bay, Monte was everyone's hero. Everyone wanted to be Monte. Nobody wanted to be that Curry fella. Monte was sick. He was athletic. He was tatted. And uh, he ultimately wasn't very good for winning basketball. But he was cool. (laughs) He was cool. Okay. This is another straightforward one for you guys. Who was the Packers' all-time leader in games played? Mm. And I'm going to give you guys, we'll say, five strikes on this one. Because mm. it's it's worth having some guesses, but so, I, I mean, don't want you to go all day. If Carson's asking this, I would assume it's not going to be Brett Favre. Uh, it would be Rodgers over Favre now. Does Rodgers have him? I mean, Favre was in Minnesota for what five seasons? He's in Minnesota for two. Oh no, Minnesota he's in for New- two, New York for one. New York for yeah, one. I mean, I think I still think Favre would have outnumbered Rodgers. I'm not sure though. What about what about like a Mason Crosby? I I actually I really like that logic. That's a that's a good oh, guess. Oh, it's so Mason Crosby. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I didn't Mason expect Crosby. you to rip it like that. It's Mason Crosby, man. Great thinking. He narrowly has more than Favre. 258 for Crosby, 255 for Favre, 230 for Rodgers. They're the comfortable top three, but that was great thinking. 16 years in Green Bay for Mason Crosby. Yeah, weirdly enough, the second you asked the question, Mason Crosby was just like, <laughs> I, I knew it. I just knew it for no reason. I mean, that's that's great thinking, dude, because like kickers have an awesome path. They can just play forever. So that's that's nice work. Until they ruin the season for you. Mm. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. It's such a brutal job, man. I think about it all the time, how terrible it is. Every time I see a kicker miss, I'm like, God, who does that guy even eat lunch with? You know, like, <laughs> who does he go out with? Uh, tough life. It's a it's a no win situation, man. If you if you make it, that's your job. If you miss, you're the enemy of the uh, of the city yeah. for a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. guys, uh, I need you to name the top five non big men with the most career rebounds. Oof. Well, can we get started with LeBron? Yeah, LeBron is number five. Mm. I'm assuming non big man is not a four or a five. Correct? Exactly. So, wing or a guard. Can we get Elgin Baylor? He was a monster rebounder. You can get Elgin Baylor. He's number one. Yeah. Dude was putting up 18 boards a game one year. Wow. Yeah. So, that's a decent era to think of because rebounds were so inflated. But Elgin was also just a freak, man. He was jumping about a foot and a half higher than everybody else in that era. What about Big O? Where do you think he lists on Mr. Triple Double? That's that's a good thought. That's a really good thought. Wow, that's a phenomenal answer. Big O is number six. And Mm. let's build off of that. And ooh, See, Russ didn't come into the gates racking up boards like Big O, but he has played longer. So is he here? Russ, number four. Mm. Let's go. You guys have one throwback in one big modern guard. Big one modern throwback. guard. Yeah, looking like th- a 
one throwback, one big modern guard. Big modern guard makes me think either Kid or Harden. I don't know if I mean Kid. I think is like six point three boards a game in his career. I don't know why I have these numbers in my head. I think when he, he says big, you mean height though. Mm-hmm. Right, but kids. Well, he's six four. I guess he's not massive, but he was a bigger point. I'm guard. thinking like a six seven guard, like a not Evan Turner, but someone around that size. If it were Evan Turner, I would drop <laughs> everything and leave right now. Uh, okay, that's an interesting thought. So let's think. Clyde was a really good rebounder. I would say a long time. I would oh. say don't ever think this one is it Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is number two. Uh, so you guys just have a throwback wing here. Was a good rebounder, about five a game for his career, but definitely longevity plays that, into him being here. That's not that many at all to be here. So this is a dude who played crazy me, long. Six six point three for his career. Is it Hondo? Bam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I well thought done. so. I thought and, so, and then the numbers sealed it. And then J Kidd is also at six point three for his career. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So I just mentioned to you guys the uh, the agony of being a kicker. But one thing that they do overwhelmingly do is lead the league in points scored. However, this year, Raheem Mostert is actually leading the NFL in points scored through three weeks. And that's something that a non-kicker has achieved only nine times since the merger. Can you name me every player to do that, to lead the league in points scored as a non-kicker? Wow. And you're talking touchdown you're talking like uh, yes real points not fantasy uh, points no no no. correct <laughs> so you contributed six points okay and you can't do it as a quarterback because you have to mm-hmm. be the one getting into the end zone i mean ladania tomlinson has to be here right 2006 that was yes. my first guest too shout out sean alexander 2005 ap oh ap has actually never done this mm. i was going for the running back mvps <laughs> It's good thinking. What about uh, was it um, man, uh, Larry Johnson? Oh, not Larry Johnson. Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes, two thousand two. Wow. All right, so we're going all running backs. Maybe. Uh, uh, Randy Moss. Close. Uh, dude, Randy Moss makes so much sense, but he somehow actually didn't. Hmm. What about Jerry? Jerry, with his twenty-two touchdown season, did. Mm. So, yeah, from now, it's all running backs. Not uh, Barry? Not Barry. Walter. Not Walter. Mm. I guess they were playing more defensive. Emmett? Mm. Emmett is correct, 1995. What about um? What about Jim Brown? Uh, Not Jim Brown. He may have done this pre-merger. I didn't okay. check, but post-merger. not post-merger. I saw a stat last week where I didn't – Fact check it that Jerry or that uh, Jim Brown never had a tack, never had a rush for a loss. I that's incredible if that's true. And <laughs> I honestly, just <believed> it. <laughs> I buy it, dude. I buy it. That guy was one of a kind. So, yeah, Mason Crosby is the one who beat out Randy in his <laughs> 23 touchdown season, and he beat him out by a field goal, dude. Wow. LT had 186 points, which is the most by anybody ever, which is crazy because he's a non-kicker. What about mm-hmm. uh, what about Eric Dickerson? Not Dickerson. Good thought. Uh, John Riggins. Not Riggo. So uh, you have the only guy who's done this multiple times left. Haven't gotten him yet. 
you said not not Riggins as if it was another Redskin, but there's no way it would be another Redskin right now. No, I, I did not mean to lead yeah. you guys down oh, that is, path. Uh, Terrell Davis. Oh, that's such a good thought, dude. TD is somehow not here. Marshall Falk? Gotta Marshall be. Falk, he's the only guy to do it twice, 2000 oh. and 2001, back-to-back. Back. There we go. And now you've got the two furthest back players, further back than anybody who you've named so far. Hmm. Uh, Franco. No. Not Franco. <laughs> Chuck Foreman. <laughs> who? What are you doing? No. Roger, it's... Roger Craig. <laughs> I mean, keep them coming, fellas. We can go all day. No, these guys are all timers. Man, just just disrespect like, uh, Chuck Foreman like that. Okay. Oh, um. <laughs> I will. No, it's his name. We're, we're looking at a Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Marcus are. Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Mm-hmm. Marcus Allen did it in the shortened 1982 season. Hmm. Asterisk. <laughs> Fraudulent point scored title. He had 14 tutties in nine games as a rookie, bro. Wow. Yeah. What We're about looking at one more player pre-82. Pre-82. Larry Zonka. Not Larry Zonka. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's not Franco, is it? Well, why don't you guess him for a second time, Logan? <laughs> it just makes so much sense. He was such a good dual threat back, man. We had Stallworth and Swan stealing tutties from him, and we were a defensive-led team, probably keeping the score pretty low. Sometimes OJ. it concerns me when Logan guesses the same dude like two minutes apart. Yeah, it's OJ. Ooh. It's uh, the juice. He was loose for a whole lot of touchdowns in the 1975 season. Nicely done, guys. Is it Franco Harris? <laughs> yes yes a stat correction has been issued and it is franco harris dude i thought so man i just had to guess him one more time all right all right guys i got a really simple one true or false kobe bryant has more first round playoff exits than michael jordan okay so let's think mj loses first round in 86 to the celtics and uh I'm pretty sure that's it. No, Kobe I think lose. he. I think I think he lost first round two his or three times. Years? I think. Well, I don't think they made it his rookie year. That's what I was thinking. So, oh, I thought he, did he not? No, do you it might in be right. 87, 87, You might be right. They, he might have even done in eighty nine too. No, eighty nine. They lost to the Pistons. I'm pretty sure. Let's think about Kobe. Kobe for sure in 06 and 07. Outside of that, Kobe in 2012, I want to say, would have lost first round. I'm trying to think about his first and second years. Those Lakers teams were good, but they didn't have a lot of playoff success. Like well, There was the one where he airballed the three in his first or second year, but that was a, I don't think that was first round. Yeah, I, that I don't think was first round. I think that was in the conference finals. I still think Kobe has more shots at it. I'm Definitely trying to think, a lot more years. Yeah, he's got more seasons for sure. And then, I mean, again, 2012. No, that was second round. They lost to the Thunder. So it's not that year. I don't, 20, I don't think he made the playoffs after that year. 
2013, I think with Nash and Dwight, they made it and lost first round. If I remember, well, they no, they might not have made it. Oh, they man. had to have made it. I think they made it and lost first they round. They had to have made it. I think Dwight? they won like I think they won like 45 games. I I want to say Kobe here Let's because go Kobe. the Wizards years they didn't make it. I think it's Kobe. You're saying Kobe has more? Kobe has more, yes. He actually doesn't. The only time Kobe lost in the first round was 06 and 07 to Phoenix. Jordan lost in the first round his first three seasons, 85 to Milwaukee and Boston, 86 and 87. It's honestly remarkable that they didn't get bounced more often in the first round, man. LeBron could never. (laughs) (laughs) That is remarkable. I mean, good thinking, Shaw. You had it with more of the early Jordan years. Wow. I thought one of those years after the two titles when, but yeah, I mean, I guess once 2012 was ruled out, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a tough one. All right, guys. This is a format of question that I love to ask. Calvin Johnson had seven <laughs> different quarterbacks throw him a touchdown pass. Can you name all of them in his entire career? Stafford. Yes. Orlovsky. Correct. <laughs> uh, what about um, Sean Hill? You guys have the top three. Stafford with 56, Hill with eight, Orlovsky with seven. Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton threw him two. Oh, man. Now we have another two guys with, like, one. You have one guy with exactly one, and then you have a guy with five and a guy with four. John Kidna. Kidna had five. He's the stud still out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to be able to help anymore. uh, Calvin comes in in 07. Is Dante Culpepper here? Yeah, you're a beast, Logan. Dante Culpepper <laughs> threw him four. Wow. And the oh last gosh. one is in the very 07 season that you mentioned, and it's the toughest one on this list. How many touchdowns does this guy have in his whole career? Oh, in his whole career, he has nine. Man, I was going to guess Josh McCown, but that can't be right if he has nine total. They had yeah. McCown out there running routes, man. He was playing wide receiver for the Lions too, dude. Athletic. Is that right? Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky athletic. He, he walks at Taysom Hill could run. <laughs> For real, dude. Mm. Also, by the way, his middle name is Treadwell, so that's how you knew that he had a bit of that mm. receiver gene in him. Mm. He he actually walked so Laquan could not run very <laughs> successfully. So One. this last guy, and for what it's worth, I think – Logan, this falls on you because of your weird obsession yeah. with 2000s quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. This guy, his only season as like a legit starter, he started eight games for another NFC team the year after this. That probably won't do too much for you given that there's 16 NFC teams. Right. Went to UC Davis. Go Aggies, where my mom went. When did uh, What year did he enter uh, the NFL? 2002. But he didn't get any – he didn't appear in a game until 04. Always with the Lions. Or, no, you said he went to one more no. NFC team. Yeah. I not, don't want to say that one because that will yeah. give it away. Not going to be Charlie Batch. No. He didn't uh, Batch also went to Eastern Michigan. Shout out. Hmm. All right, I'll was, give you was, the team. Was he drafted by uh, the Lions? He was drafted by the Saints in 02 in the sixth round. JT O'Sullivan. Yeah, you're a machine, dude. Who? 
Who? JTO Sullivan. You may know him now as the quarterback school. He actually makes YouTube content. He does like film breakdowns, and they're pretty good. But yeah, JTO Sullivan. Nicely done. Did not did not know he was lion. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. QB. Yeah. Bounced around. All right, guys, we're going back to the championship scene. Uh, The teams that just fell short were on the cusp of being some of the greatest teams of all times. Can you guys name the five teams with the best regular season record who didn't win the NBA Finals? Sure can. Can we start 73-9, and don't mean a thing without a ring? Mm, So sad. Then can we get the 67-win 2007 Mavs? I mean, I skipped over one. Because the 1973 Celtics won 68 games. <laughs> That's right. And uh, who else is still out there who won 65 plus? Do we get the 09 Cavs here with 66 wins? Wow. Yes, you do. They're number five. Okay. So we've got another 66 win team left. Mm. 
Actually, more than that. You have a 67-win team left. Gulp? And this is disgusting. It's disgusting. That well, I mean that you've that you've cooked win. this. No, that you've cooked oh. this question this this uh, this <laughs> this quickly. Well, I imagine the fans of this team were pretty disgusted when they didn't win at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, sixty. They, they were they were pretty disgusted, uh, considering how their playoff run ended. Sixers. Not the Sixers. That's a good guess. Considering how their playoff run ended. Mm-hmm. Some sort of blown lead, maybe some sort of shenanigans. Tim Donaghy ah. got his <laughs> got his impact felt. No cheating. More more <laughs> something just unfortunate. Injury. Yeah, hmm. that's what you gotta think. I mean, I just can't believe that I'm spacing on a 67 win team right now because there's so few in in history. Kind of forgotten because they got overshadowed. Are we looking at like a? Like now, nah, I, I was gonna say Paul George Pacers, but it wouldn't be that. Not no, a Paul George Pacers team, be... but a team led out by a really great wing. So let's think: the '86 Celtics won 67. They obviously won the title. The '15 Warriors won 67. They won the title. There's just not that many of them in history. Led out by a great wing. Like I said, maybe got overshadowed for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that makes me think MJ beat him or something. That's normally where I go when I think overshadowed. What is this pre or post 2000? Post 2000. Oh my God. Okay. So this is, oh my God, dude. That's a, first of all, a great hint, Logan. It's the 2016 Spurs. It is the 2016 Spurs. games. And they were whooping on the dubs when Kawhi got hurt. Exactly wow. right. Yeah, nicely done. I was thinking too far back, but they were in rarefied air, man. That's a crazy regular season. I mean, really, think about it. Two teams winning 67 games in the same conference. I don't know when we'll ever see that again. All right, guys. Second to last question here. And it's an interesting one. Maybe tough, maybe easy. I can't really tell. In 1970, Don McCafferty, became the first rookie head coach to win the Super Bowl. Don't worry, the question is not about him. I'm giving you guys that just for context. Who is the only rookie coach since to achieve that feat, winning the Super Bowl in their first year? Tomlin goes 8-8 eight and eight his rookie year after Cower leaves. Then we win the Super Bowl in 08. Um, I didn't know that anybody else had done this. Oh, but you knew about the great Don McCafferty? No, I actually did know. Cause, <laughs> you cause did? Didn't McCafferty coach the Jets, didn't he? Uh, no, that you're thinking of Weeb Eubank? McCafferty coached the Colts. Oh. I, I don't know. Eubank only coached like three seasons in the NFL, too. That's why I was thinking about him. First year coaching. Winning oh, 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 it's, uh, it's Barry Switzer. Uh, dude, it's not Barry Switzer, but I can't tell you how good of a thought that is. How is it not Barry Switzer? Uh, because he won it in his second year. What did the What did the Cowboys do the year previous? They won twelve games his first year, and they lost in the conference championship game. Switzer was the one year out of the four where they didn't win it. That was his first season. Mm. They won ninety two, ninety three, ninety five. His first year was ninety four. But again, that's a great thought, and I can't really emphasize how good of thinking that is. Too much, Jimmy Johnson. 
Oh no, it's not Jimmy Johnson. Okay, okay. I mean that's. I, I didn't. I didn't know if you were trying to. Lead that's what there. I thought. No, 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 yeah, 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 for sure. It's it's not quite that on the nose, but there's something very much shared in common. Is it, uh, first year with a franchise or first year ever as a head coach? Well, that's actually a good question. I, I believe both. Okay, I was gonna guess Dick Vermeil when he came back to the Rams. I don't know if that's right. Uh, yeah, this was this guy's first year as a head coach, period. Wasn't Chuck Noah, that's for sure. <laughs> Took him a minute. Took him a minute. Yeah. Correct. It was worth the wait, though. Hmm. <sighs> what was the team's record the year before they won the Super Bowl? So that's that's good thinking. The year before, they were 10-6, and six and uh, they actually won the Super Bowl. So that's where oh. I was trying to get you with the back to back. Barry Switzer thing. This guy took over for a great situation that had already uh, climbed the mountain before. Tom Flores. Not Tom Flores. That's good thinking. The back-to-back -back coach, great coach succession chain. You've got the right idea there. Uh. Oh, who was the Broncos coach in 98? Mike Shanahan. It's not Shanahan. Pass the back. Pass the torch on to somebody. Um, George Seifert. It's George Seifert. Very nicely done. Let's Took go, over dude. for Bill Walsh. Of course, they had already had plenty of success, and he got it in '89, and then he won another one with Steve Young. I always forget that guy existed, man. I always forget George Seifert coached football. Yeah. Well, nicely done. You got there. Good question. Five time, five time Super Bowl champion. Oh, because he was on the staffs before that. Yeah. Wow. How about that? How about that? All right. Last question here for you guys. The names on here are pretty interesting, but uh, I believe in you. I need you guys to name me the top five players with the most points per game in a single season who weren't selected to the All Star team. Wow. And I had to do this post-merger, minimum 50 games played, too, because George Mikan's on here a bunch of times. because uh, yeah, they didn't have it yet. So, post-merger, yeah. uh, minimum 50 games played. All right. Well, I think number one, is it not Bradley Beal with his 31 a game? It is Bradley wow. Beal, 30.5 in 2020. How about, I... how, about, how about Monte's 25? Oh, Monte is such a good guess. That he's, is a good thought. He's top 30. Man, those yeah, compliments think... doing nothing for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got to go ludicrously high here. Can I get World Be Free his 30-point-per-game wow. season? Yeah. Was World Be Jerry... Free, number two. Was Jerry Stackhouse an all-star when he dropped 29.8 on 39% shooting? Stack was an all-star. He was. So I assume that there's a game minimum here, right? 50 games played is the minimum. Okay. Uh. You have a guy very, very recently on here. Well, that's what I'm thinking. It's the offensive explosion. I mean, it's not Levine. He did average, like, over 25 and not make it a year. Levine's but, a good thought. Yeah. I mean, I, that's why I was thinking about the game minimum, because I was thinking about Dame, because he's averaged 30 the last couple of years, but I was like, is there a year where he wasn't healthy enough? Is it Dame? Dame's the first guy off this list, number six. Well, because back in the – that's probably from one of his OG seasons, though, when he was the eternal all-star snub, mm -hmm. putting up 27. In 2017. They wouldn't let him in. Okay. You got one guy, or actually two guys in 1985 
Oh man. Oh man, not again. So that is the Bernard King scoring title when he put up his oh, 32.9 a game. I feel like he made it pretty much every year. It's not Alex English, is it? Not Alex English. That is a good guess. He was getting buckets. It's a good thought, though, because you have to think monster scoring without a lot of team success. You go to him and Dantley. Uh, could it be Aguirre? That who's, who's another wing that fits that exact bill? It's not Aguirre. That's a good guess, but exactly that's a, that exact archetype. Reggie Miller. Not too, Reggie. Too early for Reggie. And Aguirre, dude. We're still talking 85. Aguirre did it in 85, uh, 25.7 that year, uh, is top 25 on this list. That's a really good answer. Yeah, this was a real high point. Can I get Kiki Vandalay? Oh, my gosh, dude. Kiki's the second guy off this list. Damn. Wow. I can't tell you how confident I was in that. The timeline, everything lined up beautifully. An- another not empty numbers wing, but not a lot of team success was just a bucket. You've been kind of critical of this guy, Carson. I have, but it's not Danley. Not Danley. Another guy that you think in retrospect oh, is a little overrated. Young Neek. It's Young Neek, man. I, I meant to guess Neek off rip because, yeah, the the year before his uh, scoring title in 86, he averaged, whatever, 27-something, and he didn't mm-hmm. make it. Yeah. So, so you guys have a guy who averaged 27.8 really recently and another guy in 85 who averaged 28. Got a funny name, man. Okay. Let's key in on the recent, dude, because that's – Gotta be very gettable. Oh, uh, no. Shay? Ooh. Shay's a good guess. I mean, definitely was getting buckets like that this year, but he was yeah, an all-star. They, they mm. gave him his respect this year. It's not... It's not Trey, right? Not they Trey. They didn't leave him out. Trey, though, 26.2 last year mm. is mm-hmm. in the top uh, is in the top 20. Yeah. So they did leave him out. That's what I thought. I imagine it's a younger guy because, like, I want to guess Paul George, but they might just give him an all-star just because. This guy, I got a feeling, was a little hurt at the first half of the season. Only plays 53 games this year. Mm. So I think that could have factored in. But he balled. Yeah, 27 is a ton of points. 27 on 49% from the field and 35% from deep. Wow. Okay, this guy was going crazy. It's what he does. He gets buckets. Oh, my God. Is it Book? It's D-Book. Yeah, dude. He's the other guy. Him and Dame. It took them a long time to get their flowers. Okay, and the guy in 85 you said has a funny name? Oh, a goofy name. Goofy name. Goofy name? Sleepy Floyd. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love that. Oh, I know who it is, though. Dude, you literally brought me to it because it's another warrior. It's Purvis Short. It's Purvis Mm. Short, dude. It's Purvis Short. Yeah. I love the like best scoring seasons to not make the all-star team. We've done we've done versions of that before or careers without an all-star appearance, and that's very fun. Okay, normally, guys, we end on a question where I ask Logan to name the starters for some very obscure team from the 2000s. We're not going to do that today, though. And you know why we're not going to do it is because... We, uh, we have two Steelers fans in the building. So, post-merger, can you guys name me the top 10 rushers for the Pittsburgh Steelers? In a season? No, in their Steelers career. Oh, this is hype. Oh, number one, Franco. Yes, that's correct. Number two, let's go with Jerome. 
Jerome is number two. They are well above the rest of the pack, both over 10K. I'm pretty confident three would be Willie. That's correct. Four, I mean, first guy, if we're we're talking just rushing yards. Just rushing yards. Then I want to say Richard. Ooh, that's a great guess. He is in the top 10. Okay, he's I was number say, eight. He's got to be here. And I'm realizing as I'm looking at this list that some of the top ten is sort of ridiculous. So I may not make you guys go all the way. Um, how many do we have? We have four or five. You guys have. Uh, we, have four, we have four. We have four of ten. Four. But yeah. Uh, but I mean, Le'Veon's obviously on the list. Exactly. Le'Veon is number four. We're gonna have Barry Foster. Barry Foster's number six. So you guys have gotten. The seven of the ten that uh, I would expect you to. Or no, the six. There's one sneaky pick that I think is supposed to be the sneaky one. Is it Cordell Stewart? That's such a good thought, dude. Cordell is 12. Mm. What about uh, Najee? No, Najee is number 13, though. He's right behind Cordell. Jalen Warren, obviously. (laughs) Kidding, Next up, kidding. man. <laughs> yeah, soon. Oof. Okay, let me see if I can give you hints on these guys because are the I mean I, I already know they're eighties and nineties guys. Yeah, pretty much. Which means yeah. I, I don't I'm not sure if I'm gonna get them. Same. Yeah. That's 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 what I was thinking. Okay. One of these guys uh, shares a name with a uh, great <laughs> fictional fighter. Rocky. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rocky Blyer. Rocky Blyer, there we go. I want to see if we can get there with the hints. Okay, this other guy <laughs> shares a last name with a famous clothing brand. Louis. No. It's not Louis Lips. Um, that's that's good thinking. It's the last name for this guy. Gucci. Well, that would be so hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Gucci, though, unfortunately. It's not going to... Uh... This is tangent. It's not Amos Zaraway isn't here, is he? Not famous Amos. Or not famous Amos. A, des- <laughs> a designer closing uh, clothing Hmm. You guys may have not heard of these last three, and frankly, there's no shame in that at all. The last dude, I don't even know what hint I would give you, except that I've heard of him, but I'm not really sure why. So I, I don't know why I've heard of this guy. They're both 80, all three are eighties and nineties. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy does TV now. That's why he works for ESPN. Man, I'm just thinking about Merrill Hodge right now, man. Oh wow, really? Why don't you let it rip? Is it, is it Merrill Hodge? Merrill Hodge is here. That's the dude who I was describing works for ESPN now at number ten, and that's a stellar performance. So I'm gonna give you guys the last two. Number oh, five. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, us, go for it. Go for it. A, all right. I need some more hands. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, so all right, I, I, I respect the hell out of that. Uh, one of these guys turned 64 today. So oh, birthday, the guy, <laughs> <laughs> Let me check the Steelers the Instagram guy, real quick. Dude, that's literally what I was thinking. I was like, well, maybe they did post about it. Okay, this guy was the he was a, a first-rounder in 1982 out of Baylor. He is the mm. one who shares the last name with the clothing brand. And... Uh, he unfortunately wasn't there for any Super Bowls, so he just sort of missed the uh, the, the the great teams, the Steel Curtain teams. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. I mean, eighty two. He's clothing brand. What is the clothing brand? 
Clothing brand, something you might see. Armani. No, starts with that letter. It's not that luxury. It's more something that you might see like a, a white middle schooler wearing if they were trying to class it up. Maybe like a pocket shirt. American Eagle. That's, that's so honestly, it's a better. Oh, Air that's Foster. a better. No, dude, those are both Aber, so Abercrombie, Abercrombie. Abercrombie. There you go. Dry and Abercrombie. I love that. No. <laughs> His last name is Abercrombie. Last name is Abercrombie, dude. Tyler, I don't know. I would just be guessing first names. It ends here. in. It does end as Tyler does. This guy's first name. Roger. Tyler. No, but <laughs> we just keep letting them rip, guys. Baylor Abercrombie. He went to Baylor. <laughs> went to Baylor. It's true. Sailor. That would be sick. Unfortunately, not. Trailer. Wait, dude, this is so weird. The other dude also went to Baylor. What? So both guys left. If we had any big time Baylor Bears fans on here, maybe they could get it. Uh, Why not? Yeah, that dude. I don't even know how I would describe him. He he shares a last name with a good NBA player of the 1950s. That's all I can think about. <laughs> that's not gonna help. There's not that. Is it Shays? No. Folks. Like not even. No, unfortunately, not even that good of an NBA player of the 50s. Like a tier below that guy. Like Bill Bradley. No, like a tier below. <laughs> Yeah, no. This is like a guy that it's a useless hint. This is a, it's a Carson Rubber hoop grid. Uh, exactly. It's player. a hint I might as well just give to myself. Lanier. No. Pollard is the guy's last name. Same as Jumpin' Jim Pollard. No. It's a basic first name. Mike. Yeah, keep him coming. Keep John, the basic. John Pollard. It's not. It sounds great. It should be that. James Pollard. No. Starts with an F. Frank Pollard. Frank Pollard. <laughs> Frank Pollard. Uh, you knew that one off rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah wait, sure. he's the Baylor alum, right? Yeah, mm. exactly. You went yeah. to Baylor. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know your stuff, man. Yeah, he's like top ten on the Steelers all-time rush list, so I know him. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right, dude. You are cooking. And then the last guy, yeah, I mean Abercrombie is the last name. First name ends in in er in the er, er sound. If I were to say <laughs> no this more. guy, we got it. We'll figure it out from this. We got enough. All, all right, right, let's all go. Right. I had such a better hint for the first name that I should have given you guys, but I won't. Out of respect for if you want to just go from here. Taylor? No. But I have so much respect for you guys just ripping first names here. <laughs> like, this is... Is this a this real is, name or just like a made-up first name? No, no, it's a real name. It's a okay. real name. He, Xavier. Not Xavier. Shares it with a very famous TV character. Is it a... Like a, a uh, animated character? Mm -mm. Oh my action. gosh. Oh my gosh. It's Walter. Walter Abercrombie. And you the guys goat. knew that one. The he's goat. The, wait, he's also a Baylor alum, right? Mm -hmm. he, dude, you he are was unbelievable, bro. Fir first rounder in 82? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Literally exactly <laughs> right. All right, guys. So. Well, I mean, that was, a, that was a stellar performance, how easily you guys cleaned up the the more reasonable ones and honestly a really stellar day overall shot you held your own here man in the arena you did a really great job the ball knowledge shows and it has to if you're gonna go out there and list a bunch of random athletes and i'm sure research all the lists that you do for your videos so logan gave a nice little plug earlier but again go check out babita tailgate everywhere awesome stuff on tiktok but youtube shorts as well just really fun trivia content if you like our stuff you'll probably like what shaw does over there too and uh, 
anything else that you want to plug? Any final thoughts? Nothing to plug. Appreciate you guys having me. Uh, definitely course. proud of my performance. I've seen your guys stuff. You guys have immense, immense sports knowledge. Uh, and looking forward to be back on. It's a lot of fun. Hell yeah, man. Well, it was great to have you. Tons of fun. So check him out at Bebita Tailgate. And of course, if you guys want more of our content, subscribe to the Volume YouTube page to get our full shows there. You can also listen to the podcast across audio platforms. You can follow us across social. Nerd Sesh is the TikTok. Same with Instagram. Twitter is at nerd underscore sesh. And if you want to cop some of our merch, I've got the hat on. Logan's got the hoodie on. We've got the flags behind us. We've got a new Let's Play Today's Hoop Grid shirt. All of that is at thevolume.com and at the link tree in any of our social media bios. So with that, as always, one last shout out to Shaw for coming on and crushing it. Appreciate you, man. I've been Carson Brever. I have been Logan Camden. And this was Nerd Sesh. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.